And welcome to Otaku War. This is Lupin Talk, episode 13. I'm Andrew, and that's Dylan. Hello. And this week we're going to be talking about the uh, Great Chase in San Francisco, or it's, as its English title is known, I Left My Mind in San Francisco. And we'll go ahead and jump into this. Is The episode is starting with um, Lupin and Jigen going into a mysterious vault. And stealing a diamond and a roll of microfilm, only to find that the microfilm is gone. There's a humored sequence uh, before here where uh, they're in an elevator trying to, like, give passwords and shit like that. Yeah. And, and they're all, like, Star Trek references for some reason. <laughs> Saying, uh, I don't remember which Star Trek references they are, to be exact. I don't remember exactly either. All but I know is of, that they gave two passwords. Yeah. They asked for the a third, and then Lupin and Jigen panicked about them not knowing a third password. Yeah, I forget what they say if uh, they just say crap or whatever, but they they're allowed to go through anyway. Yeah. Hey, and we're gonna get into like the first problem I have with this episode. I I told you just just before we started recording that I did not like this episode, mm-hmm. and I don't. Like, for one instance, like, in the scene, I don't know, like, what they did with the voice actress who was, uh, voicing through the elevator. I don't know what, like, they asked her to do, but it's so blatantly obvious that it's the Fujiko voice actress. Yep. And it's just like, oh, that's just Fujiko. So, okay. It's like, it, like you know immediately what's happening in this episode. That the microfilm's yeah. not gonna be there, because it's just Fujiko, and she just is lightly... Tone, tuning up her pitch it, to somewhat disguise her voice. Yeah, which Same. somehow uh, Lupin and Jigen don't catch on at all. Somehow they just get tricked by this completely. And uh, meanwhile, Zinagata's been suffering from seeing visions of Lupin yep. for some reason. He's just, he's apparently lost it this episode. For no uh, real reason. Yeah, for no reason at all. He's just apparently lost his mind. I guess, I guess all of the wine and uh, the stuff going on in the last episode got to him. I guess so. Even though he essentially won the last episode, so I don't know why he would be be depressed this one. Yeah, makes no sense at all. But uh. He feels certain that Lupin is watching him, and he keeps seeing him around town. And, and meanwhile, a uh, he's trying to get some sleep, and he essentially gets a. I guess maybe they use like chloroform or something when he's trying to sleep, and a group uh, implants the microfilm into one of his teeth. Mm-hmm. And uh, this thing, which is a formula for creating artificial diamonds. Diamonds that are uh, so nice that you can essentially fool people into believing that they're real diamonds and not the fake stuff. Yeah. Which is kind of the uh, a whole whole crux of this episode is is he gets this big diamond and 
it, it's a fake diamond, so he doesn't really care about it all that much. But, but uh, Fujiko does care about it because she's just like, well, we see we can make millions off just making fake diamonds. Yep. And not saying they're fake. Which, she's actually correct. Like, we'll get to why Fujiko is actually kind of correct throughout this entire episode and Lupin is just kind of wrong. But, uh... You see, we'll get to that. Because Lupin wants her destroyed because he's a thief and you, see, you get rid of the value of the diamond if you're able to just make them all. Yeah, it would. Which, we're going to talk about that. I, I have things to say about that. Oh, fun. Yeah, yeah. Saying, uh, saying, and, uh, saying we get back to, uh, Zenigata. Of course, like, this all ends up in an argument between Lupin and Fujiko, and Fujiko leaves. Because yeah. we know she's actually the one behind all of this. Saying he seeks, uh, Zenigata seeks help from a psychiatrist to get rid of the delusions of Lupin. And, um, they just start singing. Like, him and the psychiatrist sing, and apparently that, uh, cheers, uh, Zenigata up enough. Up, and, uh, meanwhile, Lupin is, uh, saying they get the drop on the, uh, bad guys. Yeah. Guys, and find out about the whole, um, implanting the, uh, thing into Zenigata's tooth. Yeah. Because apparently they were so incompetent, Lupin just said, "Oh yeah, I know where this guy is." Yeah, they they found them immediately. They found the guys behind this immediately. Because this episode moves no, real quick. Yeah, no real explanation, no nothing. It's just, oh yeah, I'm your boss now. I pretend to be your boss. Your real boss is in the closet, being watched over by Jigen. Yeah. Insane. The goons here are are laughably laughably bad, but even by Lupin standards. Yeah. Insane. And at this point, they know that Zenigata has it. He walks out of the psychiatrist's office, and then we get this just huge chase sequence that takes up a good portion of the episode of them yep. just chasing Zenigata. Yeah. I'm just trying to uh, get to Zenigata. Yeah. There's a couple of references throughout this to, um, I have it in my notes somewhere, but there, uh, the director who made a lot of, uh, sort of suspense movies. Hmm. Movies. And I'll probably get to it when I get to my notes, but for now, I just kind of forgot his name. Yeah, but you said you have a lot of notes, so we can probably, we can likely go over that then. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get to do it when we get to it. But there's a lot of references to this particular director during this chase sequence in uh, his movies. So just be aware of that when you're wa if, when you're watching this episode. Yep. Oh, uh, there's uh, they finally uh, you get him, hit him with the old painted tunnel lo Looney Tunes trick because Zenigata is. Uh, just riding on a tractor for some reason. Yeah. See, see, when I say like uh, chase sequence, there's like plane involved. Like they try to chase him with a plane. They uh, they run throughout. He's in a desert at one point. Yeah. There's a whole lot going on here with this yeah. chase sequence. This whole chase sequence just starts, goes for a bit, 
brief pause, something changes, starts again for a bit, some brief pause, things change, continue with a different situation. It goes for a while. It really does. It, it takes a good portion of the episode, but we finally get through it. But with the old uh, painted tunnel trick. It, it, but it's at this point that the goons reappear, and they try to blow Lupin up with, with a just a cartoon dynamite. Yep. That fails. Fails and uh, Jigen falls, uh, shoots the guns out of their hands with a sniper rifle, and they're just like, "Oh my God, he's so good with a gun." He shot the he shot our guns out of our hands and didn't hurt us. He, oh man, he's a good shot. Yeah, this entire scene is just yeah, we fucking got you. Yeah, it's literally we win. The scene. So the the goons get taken care of, and yeah. of course Fujiko shows up because they're working for her, obviously. Yep. Saying who immediately just flirts with Lupin to get on his good side. And it's just like, at that point, they're all just kind of sitting there while Lupin's trying to get the microfilm. Ilm, which uh, does make Zenigata sneeze, and he sneezes it into the ocean. Ocean. Which is what Lupin wanted anyway, because he wanted to destroy the microfilm, so he got what he wanted. Yeah. Well, Lu Fujiko freaks out. Yeah, Fujiko freaks out a bit. And, uh, see, actually, we do get a curse word in the English dub here. Because Jigen does straight up just call Fujiko a bitch in this episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he does. He does do that. Which, I was just like, did he just do that? Are you allowed to do that? Which, I'm gonna be honest, somewhat deserved. It was deserved. I was just, see, but I was just like, Jesus, I, I didn't know you, they were gonna be able to pull off a bitch in here. But they, they do it. Jigen just calls for that. I mean, when someone just tries to stab you in the back... Yeah, it, it, see, this, this episode is just, it's, you know, of course, it, we'll end it real quick. Uh, with the episode ends with Zenigata now chasing Lupin, everything being back to normal now. Yeah. So, you know, for the next episode. See, I did not like this episode. I went through it kind of quickly because I have almost two pages of notes about this episode. <laughs> Jesus. See, I have, I have more, I, the behind-the-scenes stuff about this episode is more interesting than the episode itself. But I don't know about you, but I did not like this episode at yeah. all. Yeah. Like, whenever I got to the end, it's just like, oh, good big old surprise. Fujiko has decided to try and stab them in the back again. Right. Yeah, the, the issue with it, it was just like, is it was so blatantly obvious that it was the voice actress for Fujiko on the elevator that it was just like, oh, it's one of those episodes. Yep. Like, immediately. Within the first couple seconds, you're like, oh, okay, this is an episode where Fujiko's the bad guy. I, and it's, there's no setup to it. There's no build to it. There's no, like, interesting, like, dynamics between Fujiko and the rest of the crew outside of the bitch line from Jigen. Jigen, yep. that's the only interesting bit they do with it like it's just go 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 it, it felt like they were trying to do too much especially with the Zenigata bits yeah, like, to allow had, for yeah. like, they tried ahead. to focus on too many things tried to have yeah. too many things going on and it just turned into a mess yeah like, they didn't, if it was an episode 
Yeah, like, if it was a sole episode focused on uh, Zinigata, what was going on with Zinigata, no Fujiko shenanigans, it yeah. probably would have been a more a much better episode. It's focusing on what's happening with, with uh, Zinigata. Yeah, seen, I think this episode would have done a lot better if it either had just focused on the Fujiko stuff or the Zinigata stuff. Because they could have done like a normal plot where Fujiko betrays them with the diamonds and stuff. Yeah. Of if it was just that and we got the proper build up to it, as well as the proper interactions between Lupin and Fujiko and the crew, who it could have been a, you know an enjoyable episode, and it probably could have been a great episode if they had just focused on the Zinigata stuff. If they had, it just had him be the main character for an episode. Yeah, because like, let me check real quick. Which episode was it? Do I not? Was it episode 5? Was it episode 5 where, uh... Fujiko first tried to, uh... Stab the group on the, in the back? It may have been. Uh, I forget what episode 5 was about. Yeah, because like, I'm trying to check my notes and I'm not seeing it. Apparently my notes only started on uh, episode 3. Yeah, and apparently I never took notes on episode 5 for some reason. No, it's fine. It's yeah. Oh wait, yeah, it is episode 5. If, like, the whole thing for uh, Fujiko was more like stead structured like more like episode 5 yeah where we get seeds of Fujiko actively plotting things okay. is that the Swiss bank one yes it's the bank one okay yeah, okay then it could have been a lot better yeah cause all we get is just immediate ah that's Fujiko's voice actor she's probably gonna be the villain of this episode yeah See, a big problem with this episode is there's no tension at all in this episode. No. So, between any of them. The only, really the only enjoyable part of the episode for me was when Jigen just calls her a bitch. Just because I was shocked that they used the word bitch in a children's cartoon. Yeah. Especially the English dub. Like, the Japanese dub, the Japanese dub, I, I believe they would easily get through that. Because uh, the Japanese censorship, at least what Kurt's words says, it seemed to be as, a. Uh, they seem to be a lot more lax with that stuff than we are. Yeah. Or the fact that the English dub has it, and I was just like, okay. That's surprising that they let you use that word. But I mean, hey, got the point across. It did get the point across us, but that is seems So, if, all in all, a pretty forgettable episode that yeah. could have been interesting if they had figured out a path to go on in the episode instead of trying to go two different ways with it at the same time. Yeah. Okay, now let's get to the notes. Oh boy. Yeah. First, the translation notes. Is the English dub had to be completely rewritten and loosely following the plot of the original. Seriously? It has added, yeah, it has added pop culture references throughout the episode. 
Jesus. That probably explains why the episode's such a mess. Is, yeah. It, is that we completely rewrote the whole thing. And it's bad. It's like, the scripting for this episode is bad. Yep. Wonder and if it's added, any better if I check out the uh, original dub. Yeah, it, 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 this one could be better if you check out the original uh, Japanese version. As uh, at the beginning of the episode, when Lupin is uh, calling the episode uh, the elevator, and he has to give the passwords. Passwords. Uh, is he? There's a bunch of uh, pop culture references, both in the Japanese version, which makes references to the Beatles. Mm-hmm. Beatles. Um, see, and and in the uh, English dub, um, they have it changed to a bunch of Star Trek references, where they scrapped one being, "Well, he's dead, Jim." But all of the languages uh, for the episode have like different pop culture references, references uh, going on there. Yeah, I noticed that there was a lot of references going on throughout the entire thing. Yeah, you're saying there's also a licensed song when uh, Zenigata is singing with the Doctor. Mm-hmm. Doctor Wind Beneath My Wings. Uh, you're saying, aka, did you ever know that you're my hero? Made famous by Bette Midler in the 1989 film Beaches, but in Japanese original, they sing that original song. They removed it for the English dub because of licensing reasons and replaced it with a uh, different song that essentially has like the same melody. Ah. Uh. See, uh, see, in the English dub, Jigen makes a reference to Steve McQueen when he's avoiding a truck while chasing uh, Zenigata. Yeah, I noticed that, but I was going to take a note of it, but I didn't know who Steve McQueen was. Uh, he was an action star in the late 60s and early 70s. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's one of those guys where, uh, you can actually, like, see a lot of his outfits, like, in modern films. Like, if you ever get, like, a modern film that, uh, like, there was a movie called, uh, Drive that Brad, uh, I think his name's Ryan Connolly. I don't actually know the actor's name. But it's that kind of famous, like, leather jacket kind of look. See. Look like standing in front of a car. See. Uh, in the next part of the translation notes, in the English dub, Zenigata mutters mommy when he lays back down after the recruits uh, the uh, goons who's implant stuff in uh, into his tooth. Yeah. You know, and he keeps saying mommy in the English dub. That doesn't happen in the Japanese version. Hmm. The sequence happens, but he doesn't. He, he but he doesn't ask for mommy over and over again. Zenigata yeah, had a rough time this episode. He he did have a rough time. I feel bad for Zenigata. See, in the English dub, of uh, when Jigen directs Lupin's to- uh, attention towards Zenigata entering the Clumen, saying they do make reference to him not looking like his usual self. Uh, also, there's a point where Zenigata is unconscious, is he? So he wouldn't have to wish it. Jigen wishes he was unconscious, 
likes Inigata, so he wouldn't have to hear all of the characters' nonsense. Yeah. In the uh, Japanese dub, there's a point where Lupin says, can't wait, run, run, and then Zenigata shouts for him to wait as Lupin leaps off a bridge. Bridge. Uh, there is no dialogue here, here except for Zenigata waiting to leap in the Italian version. And in the English dub, Zen uh, Lupin teases Zenigata for talking about him in his sleep, and the embarrassed inspector shouts for him to stop. Yeah. Do you remember that part? See, Miss... Yeah, that was the last translation note. Now we're on to mistakes. Oh boy. At uh, the 12 minute mark, the sign says re uh, restaurant rather than restaurant. And so they just spelled restaurant wrong. Or they also do it again at the 15 minute point where they spell the uh, restaurant Fun. wrong. Uh, uh, when Goemon opens the door, his li the lines on his hair are missing for six frames. Abe's, uh, Lupin has no hair at 16 and a half minutes for seven frames. And at 21 minutes, Sinigata's neck is colored black for a frame when he sneezes. And... Now we are... Almost at the end here, because we have our final bit of notes for this episode, which is censorship. Oh See, the licensed song that we uh, did talk about earlier here was uh, taken out. Mm -hmm. Note, it was uh, replaced due to copyright mixing, seen, seen obviously, and the replaced song is at very low volume and is two seconds shorter. This affects both the English dub and the Japanese dub. So that same song was removed from the French version as well. So the store or that was behind Zenigata when he left the clinic says Conan Doyle Company. This is a reference to Sherlock Holmes, who was created by Sir Arthur Conan Doyle. When Zenigata runs away, from a plane that was after him in the desert. This is inspired by North by Northwest. In English, Lupin makes a reference to North by Northwest when he's flying the plane. This also applies to the French dub of where there's also, and here's the director's name that I was talking about earlier, where essentially this entire chase sequence is based on movies from this guy, which is Alfred Hitchcock. Oh. Name's familiar. He, he, see, he made movies like Birds and hmm. Vertigo and uh, a whole bunch of stuff in the 50s. And uh, I don't know how many movies he made in the 60s. I think he made some. But he was mainly in the 50s. Uh, Goro Naya, Japanese voice actor of Zenigata, and Simon Prescott, the English voiceover for The Doctor, have both dubbed Lee Van Cleef who was a uh, sp uh, famous uh, spaghetti western actor back in the uh, 50s, 60s, and 70s hmm. in their respective languages. Naya voiced Van Cleef in the Japanese dubs of the Dollars Trilogy, which was a couple uh, western movies, while Prescott voiced him in Angel Eyes for deleted scenes in the 2002 release of The Good, Bad, and the Ugly, Ugly, 
this was because Van Cleef died in 1989, so when they needed to do some stuff for that movie, he voiced him a little bit there, or he essentially overdubbed him. So there's a bit of a, a bit of crossover between these two actors who are in this episode talking to each other in their connection to this one spaghetti western actor. Jeez. See, the title is also a reference to a Tony Bennett song, I Left My Heart in San Francisco. And that is all of the notes for episode 13. Jesus. Okay, the next episode is going to be called Big Adventure in the Caribbean Sea. And it looks like it has zombie monsters in it. Oh, fun. So we, we're, we're getting a... Uh, we're getting a... Uh, what's the word I'm thinking of? Uh, oh my god, my brain just broke. My brain broke. <laughs> not sci-fi. No, no, not sci-fi. Sci-fi is not the correct word. What is the word supernatural? There it is. There it is. I got there eventually. I got there. We're we're get we're getting a supernatural themed episode. After a couple uh, not supernatural, we're get finally getting a uh, supernatural one. Which sounds like it's gonna be fun. See, it could be. It could be. We'll see. See, this this was a, a bad episode. Yeah. It, it was the first time that I was aware of. I was just like, oh, I plan on watching 179 episodes of this show. I was aware. I was aware of what I was doing when I was doing it. And I haven't had that problem until now. And I was just like, oh. This is like, saying, I hope there aren't that many more of these. Yeah, at that point, it's just realizes how many we have to do. Yeah. We're going to be at this for a while. So, so, I, I, so I was having a bad time this week. Bad time. I mean, hey, at least we have six episodes to the big 20. Yeah, all, see, we do. We, we're we going to get to 20 soon, and that'll be exciting. And as, see, once we get to 20, it's 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 no longer special anymore, and it's not going to be special till we get to episode 100. So. Yeah. But uh, with that, uh, we'll be back next week with, mm-hmm. the, with that episode, and uh, we'll talk to you uh, guys later. If you... Uh, want to support us we're on youtube at otaku r and you can also support us at patreon slash otaku r as well and you can also give us five stars that'd be real nice on whatever podcast hosting service that you're listening to us on and if you don't i think you're a hater (laughs) so i'll just do it so we'll see you guys uh next week yeah see you next week